Chevy Equinox with forward collision alert, automatic emergency braking, and available all-wheel drive. It's my ultimate mobile device. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com to schedule a test drive. Chevy Equinox. It's your choice. Own it. 720 WGN. Howard Tallman is the general managing partner with G2T3V and a serial entrepreneur. He's a venture capitalist, an educator, writer, lecturer, art collector. Um, would would it be safe to say you're not an Elon Musk fan? <laughs> well, I think that he's amazing with respect to SpaceX. I think he was amazing, you know, initially with respect to Tesla. I think Twitter is going to be the worst debacle we've seen in a zillion years. I mean, he's lost $200 billion himself, but I think he's nuts with respect to what's going on with Twitter. Yeah, I'm with you there. Our conversation is sponsored by CareerVision.org. I just, I just can't imagine that he's taking his eye off of, or maybe that's just my thought process. I think he's taking his eye off of many other things just to get involved with Twitter, and Twitter's gotten nothing but worse. Yeah, I think it has. I mean, I think, you know, they've lost or he's fired all these employees. They're just, I, I think they don't know what to do. And, and, you know, keep in mind, it never worked. I mean, it was never a model for revenue. It was a great place for the, you know, basically for journalists and for the most current news, but it never made money. And so the prospect that he took it over and is trying to sort of save his way to success is obviously not working out by a long shot. But look, the, the point with respect to him lately is that uh, what's going on in the car business is changing so radically that he needs to pay, you know, beyond 100% attention because Tesla is losing the race in every different direction. They're losing to competitors. They're losing because the kids don't want to drive anymore. They're losing to um, alternative forms of transportation. And frankly, even the cities are starting to gang up on them and say, you know what, our central business districts can't spend a third of their physical space on parking. It's just not going to happen going forward. So everything is combining and conspiring to make it a real tough hoe for the next couple of years for Tesla. You'll find this interesting. Uh, Howard Tolman, by the way, uh, is on the phone with us right now, and his article is on Inc.com. But it was on this day, Howard, January 17th in 1953, that a prototype Chevrolet Corvette sports car makes its debut at the General Motors Motorama Auto Show at the Waldorf Astoria Hotel in New York City. The hoopla, the excitement, it's gone now. You, it's it's rare that you unveil a car that creates a lot of excitement. And I, I liked your article because, boy, you hit it on the head about kids not even caring enough to get their driver's license these days. Well, let's, this is this is a truly amazing number. In 1997, about 45% of kids got it by the time they were 16. Today, in 2020, 25%, you know, one quarter of the kids get their licenses by the time they're 16. Because, you know, what's so scary to me is, you know, the world is really changing. I mean, these kids grew up in an Uber environment, in a gig environment, in a bike environment, or buses, whatever. They just don't think of buying a car as, you know, in the old days we used to say, you know, see the USA and your Chevrolet. That was like a patriotic duty. And that's all gone, completely gone. Uh, and the kids just are disconnecting entirely. They don't want the responsibility. They don't want the cost. And frankly, uh, you know, it's pretty easy to understand it. I mean, 
you know, in, in New York City, I mean, the number of people who own cars is continues to plummet, but of course there's other space issues there. But the truth is, all across the country, the ownership of, of cars is falling off radically. Well, and I don't, I don't have a desire for a car for any other reason than to get me from point A to point B. Like, I don't need a fancy car. I'm not intrigued by expensive cars. I'm like, just give me a safe car that gets me from point A to point B. And I was intrigued in your article on Inc.com as well because you talk about the latest legislative effort to offer federal tax incentives for EVs and the Inflation Reduction Act. But as you point out, that's missing a few things. Yeah, it's missing bikes, it's missing scooters, it's missing all the other ways we get around. And frankly, you know, what you're going to discover, I think, pretty soon is to get from point A to point B, as more and more of us move into city living, is going to be something that we're just going to pick up the phone and say, I need to go from point A to B in a car. Maybe even an autonomous vehicle will show up and they'll pick you up and it'll take you where you need to go and drop you off and be gone. And that's what we're looking at. We're looking at uh, different kinds of solutions in cities, especially, to just get people around, just as you said, even walking sidewalks. But uh, the truth is that, you know, it's, it's a big change. I mean, I think, I think the kids are also sensitive to the environmental issues. They're sensitive to, uh, and by the way, you know, I think they were scared to death about COVID. I think they, nobody was that excited about uh, getting into a driver's ed car with three or four other kids and uh, taking a driver's ed class. So that's another thing that sort of went by the boards. But, it's yeah. you know, it's a different world. I, what's, what's so scary is, you know, the average age in, in Congress is, is something like 70 now, and it's higher than it's ever been in the history. And, you know, these people were born and, you know, lived at a time that's so radically different from what the generations growing up now are facing and thinking about. And it's really scary. I mean, it's, it doesn't even seem possible that they can understand what they need to be thinking about going forward. I believe that wholeheartedly. I watched that when they never text Amazon forever, you know, and I mean, there's yep. so many things I'm like, they're just not catching on. And that's why I'm so excited to watch what Maxwell Frost does. He's the 25 year old from the Miami area who can't find a place to live in D.C. because he hasn't drawn his first check as a member of Congress yet. And people are like, oh, please just get an apartment. He's like, I'm broke. I used all my money to get elected. I don't know. He's couch well, surfing. Yeah. You know, the only thing that's funny about that is that. Uh, you know, Dick Durbin also has three roommates in Washington. You know, it's not just the kids. It's that it's always been, and this is what, again, is a little frightening because it's such a transitory world there in so many ways. They have one foot in their home districts. They have one foot in a some kind of shared rental. You know, they don't live a real life. They don't have the same kind of issues. But But he's a perfect example of, you know, the representation is going to be amazing. And, you know, you know, more power to them. I mean, hopefully there'll be a voice that speaks to younger people. But, you know, at this point, we'll have to see if he gets on any committees. And, we, you know, they're still struggling to figure out what to do with George or whatever George's name is this week, um, <laughs> uh, Santos. That's right. Well, thank you for jumping on the show, Howard. Have a great day. Take care. Thanks, Lisa. Howard Tolman on the Lisa, the Lisa Dent Show. The article is on Inc.com if you want to read it. Steve's got your news coming up next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom.